Father, we do pray that you'll lead us through the, this evening and that, uh, Lord, uh, by the time we get to the end of this evening, I do pray that your presence would be manifest among us um, in whatever ways you want to do. I pray, Lord, that as we've just drawn near to you and just opened ourselves up to you and focused on you, I pray, Lord, that uh, you will you know, now draw near to us um, in, in moving among us in different ways, Lord. I, um, Holy Spirit, we open up our hearts and our lives and uh, we open up our time together to you to just come and do whatever is on your heart. Uh, Holy Spirit, we, um, we invite you, we welcome you, we uh, don't want to put any constraints on you or any agenda on you. Um, we want you to feel at, at home among us and uh, we want you to feel welcome and honoured and we want you to be able to um, speak to us and do things here tonight that will bring bring glory to the name of Jesus. That's what we that's what we want to ask you for. So I do pray that we'll get some. Maybe Lord, we'll even get some surprises, Lord, tonight at what you do. Thank you for David's testimony and the way that you really you know touched him in such a lovely way. Um, such a powerful way, Lord. And I do pray, Lord, for more and more stories, Lord, over these coming uh, weeks, Lord. Stories of things that only God can do. That, Lord, it's just um, something we're observing you doing and just being open to your, to your spirit. So help us tonight, Lord, uh, as we look through um, this subject. And be with us, Lord, as we then begin to um, share afterwards together in Jesus' name. Amen. So I'll just share for a little while, and then we're going to use the you know the rest of the time just to try and put some of it into practice. So last week, uh, last week, last time, um, the main point of what I was trying to say is that God has always wanted a people, a family uh, that He can dwell with. That's that's what the, that's His whole purpose in creating mankind that He as a people for himself and and tonight you know god is here with us you don't have to um particularly feel that to be true at this stage um although you know there are different ways god manifests his presence but the reality is he he, he is here uh, you know he lives in us individually but when we gather um god is in our midst so what i want to try and do tonight is to try and help us unlock all the, uh, the the presence of God that we carry with us, so that we can be a blessing to each other as a church, um, and we can see God doing things that humanly we can't do. Uh, but also beyond that, that we take His presence then out into the community, and we begin to see God doing things that we can't do from human effort that way so it's really just trying to equip us to get right back to the basics of God is with us he loves to be among us he's never going to leave us or forsake us he's with us he always intends good things for us we don't have to try hard right he he will help us and that tonight different ones of you God will want to use to bless other people 
So I'm just going to do my bit, and then it's over over to you, <laughs> really. All right, so get ready, um, because you never know what God might do with you. So just a quick um, overview of spiritual gifts. Now, um, I, I, I think there are three main types of spiritual gift. Right? There's, there's gifts we have, there's gifts we receive, and there's gifts that some people become. So just to quickly go, and I'm going to concentrate on the main, on the, on the middle one tonight, the gifts we receive. But just for the sake of fullness, just to, um, I'll just look at a few scriptures. So in, in Romans 12, this is gifts we have, okay? And it says, um, for as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function, right? So we've got different, different gifts, so we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members one of another, having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. Uh, let us use them. So if prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who encourages in his encouragement or exhortation, the one who contributes or is generous uh, in generosity the one who leads or has a leadership gift uh, with zeal and the one who does acts of mercy like has got a heart for the poor or whatever you know just the one who's got a heart of, uh, who's, who does acts of mercy do it with cheerfulness so it's not a full list there uh, and prophecy sneaks in because it goes in two lists but we'll forget about that one for a moment but the, the, the main point there is saying that each of us are probably born with certain gifts that God has put within us. So you might be good at, I don't know, administration or leadership or mercy or generosity or whatever. And those things, no one prays for you and you receive that. That's a gift you have. And when you become a Christian, God may well energize a gift within you you didn't know you'd got. But it was always there, and it's part of your calling. It's part of what God, who God's made you to be. So if you feel your heart particularly drawn to care for the poor or to you know, help people who in some way are disempowered, if, that's your, if you can't help yourself but sort of lean into that, well, that's an indication that God has given you um, a gift of mercy. So you, that's, that's a gift you have. So then you, you use, your, use your gift to bless God's bless God's people to bless those who don't know the Lord and to serve God pur- God's purposes. That's that's what you do. So it's important we all find out the gifts that we have. And sometimes, as I say, we don't really know what those gifts are until we become a believer, and then the Holy Spirit just kind of energizes those gifts. Um, then there are, uh, and as I said, it's not an exhaustive list. list. It's just a, it's a, he's giving examples when he's writing to the Corinthians. He's giving examples, and when he writes to the Romans, he's giving examples. So then there's um, gifts that we receive, and I'll come back to this one more fully, but I'll just read it. So uh, one Corinthians twelve says, "Now concerning spiritual gifts, brothers, I do not want you to be uninformed. Uh, there are various." There are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are varieties of service, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activity, but it's the same God who empowers them all in everyone. 
And to each, to each one of us, is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. To one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom, to another the utterance of knowledge, to according to the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the one Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another the ability to distinguish between spirits, to another various kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. All of these are empowered by one and the same Spirit, who apportions to each one as he wills. Now, Paul is talking there about a church meeting, and he's like this. So we, we should, and this is one of the reasons of trying to do this series, it, when we come together, we shouldn't just be observing one or two people doing things and the rest of us just looking on. We should be uh, a body, Christ's body, and every single one of us will have something to contribute for the common good. Now, maybe that you run out. We, if, if we did that, we'd probably run out of time on a Sunday morning or whatever, or even tonight, we'd run out of time if everybody shared. So we've got to, you know, figure out how to do it. And sometimes there isn't enough time to do everything. But what we should have is such an abundance going on that the meetings should be filled with a manifestation of God's presence coming from here and here and here and here and here as the Spirit. Empowers. That is what a church meeting should look like. Do you agree? Right. That's just straightforward. When Paul, you know, Paul says this is what your meeting should look like. So we have to stir up the spirit within us. We have to uh, stir up the gifts. We have to eagerly desire the gifts. We have to. Paul says, "I want you to eagerly desire." Uh, uh, the gift of prophecy, I would like it if you all speak in tongues, but even more that you prophesy. So he's saying to them, you know, come on, uh, stir up the gifts. These things really matter because they are there for everybody. They're there to really encourage everyone. And in the, wor- in the workplace, in your daily life, um, these gifts can be operated as well. They're not just for inside the building, they're for outside the building. Now, the best meetings, I think, are when God is moving amongst everybody for the benefit of everybody else. Because that's not boring, is it? When you don't know what God's going to do next. That's great. So there's gifts we receive, and we'll come back to those in just a minute, just to go through what they each are, and then we'll, we'll experiment and try and learn a bit together how to, how to begin to step out in some of these things. And then there's gifts that some people become. And in Ephesians 4.16, it says... Uh, again, from whom the whole body, talking about the church, joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Okay, so if we want the church to flourish, and it's been hit hard after COVID, it's been hit hard with difficulties we've had. This, the church has been hit hard, not just this church, many churches have really been hit hard. We're not going to make it through to real health unless we say, well, Lord, we're here for you and we're going to be willing to um, manifest. Where's the the gift? Where's the the verse here? Uh, We're going to be willing to manifest the presence of God through us. We're going to be willing to serve one another. Um, it's really, it's really important. So 
uh, it says there, um, where, where are we? Yeah, so he gave uh, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds and the teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for the building up, for building up the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God. So what, what we find there is there are some gifts, apostles, prophets, evangelists, shepherds or pastor teachers, um, and some people become those gifts. So um, if someone becomes a, a teacher, you know, or pastor teacher in the church, they can genuinely say, I'm God's gift to the church. Well, it sounds a bit weird, doesn't it? But that's genuinely true. They, the person themselves has become a gift so that the, the body is built up. So there are gifts that, we res- that, gifts that some people become. But what I want to do tonight is just to go back to the gifts that we receive and just to look at them. So 1 Corinthians 12, just look at each one. And I'll just explain what they are and then we can, we can uh, see what, what happens. Uh, because there's, not, there's nothing so encouraging, I find, in a Christian life when, I don't know, you're going through the Christian life you could really do with some encouragement or some help or some strengthening and someone receives a gift of the Holy Spirit and uses it to bless you. And just, it's liberating. It's liberating. So if someone has a prophetic word for you, or they pray for you when you're not well, and God touches your body, or that, you know, it's just a wonderful thing. It's how we serve one another, as well as with encouragements and what have you. It's how, it's how we serve one another. So here we go. Let's look at, look at these. To each one, so that's tonight, to each one, the manifest of the Spirit, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one, there's given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom. Now, what that means is like a, uh, a, um, a, a revelation from the Holy Spirit of wisdom in a particular situation that just unlocks it. Uh, now, that can come to a whole church, or it could be that you're praying with someone and God gives you a wisdom, or you're counseling someone. You could be in the workplace in a difficult meeting or something. And God will give you a, a, a nugget of wisdom that you didn't think of, and you think, well, that didn't come from me. And somehow it just unlocks a whole situation. It unlocks a, a, a whole difficulty that someone's wrestling with or struggling with, or uh, you know, they're troubled in their mind, or they don't know what to do. God just speaks. So tonight, some of you may be given revelation of wisdom for someone else in this meeting and you might go up to that person when we you know have a chance to pray and you might say look uh i don't this doesn't make much sense to me but i just saw you and this came to mind this is what i feel the lord saying and it can just unlock i've seen it happen it can just totally unlock someone so they just leave a meeting thinking god's really helped me or you go into the workplace now you don't need to say around the the, the, the staff table. Now, I've just had a word of wisdom, folks, just from God. Let's tell you what that is. You don't have to say what, how you got it, but you can just put it in there, and if it's God, you know, it'll just unlock things. I think that's exciting, isn't it? You can walk with the Holy Spirit into the workplace, or you can walk with the Holy Spirit into helping here or wherever, you know, neighbors or friends or whatever. So you're depending on the Holy Spirit, not just your own clever thinking. So it's a word of wisdom. Then um, to one is given the utterance of the word of wisdom, to another the utterance of knowledge according to the same spirit. And I think this is most often seen when you're either 
uh, when someone's either preaching or they're sharing God's word, maybe one-to-one or in a group, and, and you just find yourself sharing beyond your notes. You, you find yourself almost saying things you didn't, know, you didn't know that you knew. Something is just revealing of God's truth, and you're almost listening to yourself thinking, wow, if I had a notebook, I'd take notes on myself. It's so good. It's like it, you go beyond what you've prepared. You go beyond. It's, it's stuff that's in there, but you just didn't know it, and it just comes out. It's difficult to explain it, but when it happens, you can almost feel it happening. You think, wow, that's, that's not come from me. And it, again, it can just liberate someone who's struggling with something or whatever. It's a beautiful gift. It's an unlocking gift. Remember, these gifts are for the common good. They're to build each other up, to help each other, because we all need help, don't we? Don't we? We all need help to to live the Christian life. So we want all the help we can get. So knowledge to another faith by the same spirit and to another gifts of healing by the one spirit. So those two often come together. Um, I tell you what, I'm desperate to just see God begin to do some incredible healings again. I mean, I'm desperate for it. I'm just going to be honest because I feel, oh, God, I've seen you do some amazing things in the past. I have. I've seen God do miracles in the past. Not as many as I'd like, but I've still seen it. I've seen God heal so many people. And I think, oh, why is the tide out? Come on, Lord. We, we need just that, you know, any one of you, I mean, you might never have prayed for anybody to be healed before. You might think you're the most unlikely person, but you see someone, I don't know, someone's here tonight and they've got a physical need and your heart just is moved with compassion. I mean, I'll tell you just, a, well, just one quick story. I mean, I, I'm learning with this. Please don't think I'm trying to, uh, you know, make myself look good because I haven't done this very well, but I've had a go anyway. But one of, one of our neighbours um, has not, you know, not been too well. We got to got to know them a little bit. Got to know them a little bit, and um, I went to the door the other the other week, and uh, she opened the door, and you know, she looked so unwell. Just looked so unwell, and I don't know what came over me. I really, honestly, I don't know. But I just I felt the compassion of God for her, and I said, she said what was wrong with her, and that there were three things that needed to happen the next day that the hospital hadn't done and she was worried and was it all going to happen and you know she was just very troubled and very unwell and I, and I said without any sort of invitation I said look you just look so unwell do you mind if I pray for you and she said well yes yeah fine when you go to church pray for me and I said no I mean now oh okay so I didn't want to sort of lay hands on her because I thought that would freak her out completely because, you know, COVID and all the rest of it. So I, I just stood and I just prayed. And, you know, I just felt, I don't even know what I said. I just felt such compassion for her and nothing immediately happened. Um, but then she messaged me the next day and she said, Do you know what, all of those three things that needed to happen all happened within 24 hours of you praying. And she said, I'm now praying as well. And so I then went back to her and said, well, try reading the Gospel of Luke. You do a lot of reading, so have a read of the Gospel of Luke and then tell me what you think and we'll have a little conversation. Now, I'm really not good at all that sort of stuff. I get nervous, I get a bit shy, I get a bit, ooh, people get offended. But something within me that day just thought, I can't, I can't not. You just look so unwell. Now, I'm really not very good at this. Every single one of us can do that can't we? Can't we? 
come on, we've got to get moving on this stuff. And it's with one another. There might be someone here tonight and you thought, I've never prayed with someone before when they've been unwell, but I do care very much when I see someone, I feel, you know, someone suffering, I feel it. Well, if you feel that and you feel like almost like an anger, like a compassion, something rising within you, that, that may well be an indication. God wants you to really go for that and, and oh, really just pray, God, would you have mercy on this dear brother or sister? I'd love to see a breakout tonight of just, even if it's one person who leaves this room, like David was saying happened to him two weeks ago, really big reset for you, wasn't it, David? Big encounter with God. What about if somebody tonight had a massive encounter with healing? I'm hungry for that again. And we're just, you know, I'm I'm thinking, come on, Lord. We really need that. And faith, you know, gift of faith can be, you just look at a situation. You just look at a situation. Not necessarily always healing. You look at something and you think, God can give you, can give you a gift of faith. So you look at something that's broken or something that's bad, and you pray, you say, in Jesus' name, be, be sorted, or whatever. You know, I command this thing to sort itself, resolve itself. And there can be a gift of faith. It's not you getting angry with something. It's a gift of faith, and you're calling something into being, or you're stopping something, because the manifestation of the Spirit is, is in you. Right? Now, you don't have to be a brilliant Christian, Really, you just have to be available and say to God, well, if you can use me, here I am. That, that's all it needs. And, uh, you know, I've shared things with people before and I've said to them, oh, did that mean anything to you? And they say, not really. But then they say, but at least I know you cared. Well, they well, all right, that'll do. Sometimes you get it right, sometimes you get it wrong, doesn't matter. Then to another, um, the working of miracles. Wouldn't that be something? You know, I've, I have seen miracles. Have you, hands up if you've seen a miracle. You know of a miracle that, that has taken place. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. You think you Well, that's, that's still quite a lot within a room this size. You know, they're not every day, but they do happen. To another prophecy... A prophecy, we're probably familiar with that, is a prophecy is when you, the Holy Spirit gives you a sense of what God wants to say to someone and you pass that on to them using your own words um, and best not to say, you know, the Lord says. It's better to say, I think the Lord might be saying this. So you're sort of offering it, you know, for people to, to consider. And it should always encourage, strengthen or console. It should always have that effect. Again, you can do that in the workplace. You don't have to say, you know, to your boss, I've just got a prophecy for you. You don't need to you can go with what God has said you and ask some questions or come at an angle with something. And God can be using you prophetically in the workplace, in the business world, whatever world you're in, by the manifestation of the Spirit, just bringing God's kingdom. In a meeting like this, I would guarantee that if we all kind of have a bit of time afterwards just you know, encouraging one another with prophecy, many of us would leave here feeling actually really strengthened because someone has had some insight from God that they didn't know anything about, and yet it's come to you and you thought, wow, God knows my situation, and he's spoken to me. 
that strengthens you, doesn't it? Makes you think, well, I'm not on my own. God is, you know, with me. To another, um, where is it? Here we go. Oh, yeah, to, the, to another, the ability to distinguish between spirits. That means the gift of discernment. You know, when you're looking at a situation or something a person's dealing with or you're in a pastoral situation or something, you're thinking, is this, is this the Lord that's at work here? Is it just the person? They need just some counsel, some help. Or is there a, a sort of a, an evil spirit or a demonic spirit at work that's really harming this person? And discernment will just... It's not your opinion. It's not, well, I've always thought they were a bit dodgy. No, it's not, it's not that sort of thing. No, it's, a, it's when God shows you something and you think, oh, this just unlocks what's going on in that situation. And, and again, a beautiful, liberating gift. Uh, when we can be walking around, I don't know, feeling troubled about something and suddenly someone just prays for us or they discern something and they share it with us and it just lifts the burden in a, in a wonderful way. Uh, very nearly there, various kinds of tongues and another the interpretation of tongues. Now tongues uh, is, is a language that you've never been taught or learnt. Uh, it can be a language from the earth you know, uh, an actual language, or it can be a heavenly language, like an angelic language. It doesn't, you know, we don't really have to assess what it is. Um, and it's uh, a gift that God gives to us, where, and where we exercise it on our own privately at home, it says, he who prays in the tongue edifies himself, in other words, builds himself up. So it has an effect on us if you're spiritually struggling or not feeling so good then speaking in tongues, because you're praying to God with your spirit, not with your mind, you're praying with your spirit. You're praying things that your mind, that are too, too good for your mind to come up with. Somehow it, it builds you up. So that's why speaking in tongues is, in, is important uh, for, for Christians to pursue. Paul said, I would like you all to speak in tongues. So he, he felt it was important. And he then went on to say, and I speak in tongues more than all of you. So he was saying, no, come on, go for it. But if it's done publicly... Like with one person just, you know, praying. It is a prayer, so it's, it's to God. It's not God speaking to us. It's us praying to God. And then scriptures say that, you know, we could have two or three people do that, and then someone interprets. And the interpretation will be the essence of the prayer that's been prayed. And it will be more than just a, a, you know, a, a normal prayer. It will have some some weight to it, some revelation, some insight. It will have some beauty to it that we listen to and you think, oh, that's, that really has lifted me into um, worship. It's, it's had an effect on my worship of the Lord. And there, you know, again, it's a really powerful gift. Now, all of these are empowered by one and the same Spirit who apportions to each one individually as he wills. So sometimes, you know, different ones of us will use a gift quite regularly. Um, but we don't want to get stuck in a rut. And so, you know, if in a meeting it's like, right, here we go, it's ten past, we know that, yep, over there someone's going to pray the same prayer as they prayed last week at ten past. Or, uh, here we go, twenty past, yeah, there's a prophecy from that corner of the room and there always is. No, praise God for every contribution. But I'm looking for a bit more than that, aren't you? I'm looking for, we don't know what's going to happen next. Wouldn't that be amazing? I don't know what's going to happen next. So it was almost slightly scary coming to the meeting because you think God is on the move. It's always good. It always blesses us. But you don't quite know what's going to happen. 
I'm, I'm hungry for that again. Aren't you? I don't want to go to boring meetings. Being honest, I really don't. What is the point? What is the point? I want to be in meetings where God, by his spirit, is doing things through his people for the common good. Yeah? I want to be out in the world, whether you're in the workplace or talking to your neighbors or wherever, where you're carrying a sense of, God could use me today to really unlock something or bless someone or help in a work situation or speak to my neighbor or to, to, to go out, to step out and do something that's a little bit dangerous where you think, I, if this goes wrong, I'm going to look a bit, bit silly. But I want to live on, I want to go to the edge where the stories are. Because then you can come back, and I'm hoping that by the end we get, by the time we get to the last of these five evenings, I'm hoping, I'm not thinking that we'll have turned the town upside down, but I may be wrong, but I am thinking maybe we'll have some more stories like David's. Yeah? Where there's just some, there's some evidence of the Holy Spirit just beginning to do something amongst us that's new and fresh. That's it. That's the whole point of doing these, these evenings. Just to stir up the gift that is within you. I am not an expert any more than any of you. If you know Jesus, you could be used tonight to bring an incredible breakthrough to someone here in this room. And that's biblical, isn't it? You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to particularly feel very spiritual. You might be going through actually quite a tough patch. It doesn't really... All you've got to, I've found that God has sometimes used me most when I've felt my weakest. Because it's being willing. It's just being willing. Saying, well, here I am, Lord. I feel like, you know, nothing on earth. But I'm willing. Often our weakness is where God's strength comes. So if you feel... Hands up, you feel a bit weak... You know, I feel a bit weak, yeah, a little bit of honesty in the room, yeah, right. Well, therefore, we all qualify, don't we? We all qualify for God to use us. That's all I want to say. What I want to do now is just say, right, Lord, over to you. Let's see what he does. Uh, it might be a bit of, you know, I don't know. I'm not even going to predict it. Let's just see what the Lord does. So what I would suggest is... Um, Maybe let's just stand and, and just uh, be, in the, be in the Lord's presence. We do, let's not sing just at the moment. I just want to stand and be, let's just be quiet. Let's just be quiet and I'll just invite the Holy Spirit to come among us. Um, then let's see what happens. I almost, don't, I almost want to say... I don't want to have any expectation as to what's going to happen next. You up for that kind of experiment? Just let, why not? Let's just see. Now, if you, if you want to share something so we can hear you, we probably do best to come to the microphone. Or Tim's got a, a handheld mic, but use that one. Is it? Use that one. The, yeah. Use the COVID one. All right? You don't have to touch it. Um, uh, that would be helpful. So I'm hoping there'll be, you know things that we share for everybody um, we may have a chance just to you know in a covid friendly way share with one another you know if there's sort of things you you know we'll get around to that 
But let me just pray. I'm talking too much now. So, Holy Spirit, thank you that you take us in our weakness and you, you always want to do more than we ask or imagine. And uh, Lord, it's been tough for, for most of us the last year or two. It's been tough, really tough. It's been tough for the church. It's been tough for many churches and people I talk to, Lord. So I, I pray, Lord, that you would begin to use us to encourage and strengthen one another by the Holy Spirit's manifestation. Lord, would you do something tonight that we, we feel the presence of God strengthening us, speaking to us, helping one another. So we invite you now, Holy Spirit, just come and do whatever you want to do. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Let's just wait. Feel free just to share or whatever. If God is doing something, we'll just observe it and we'll go with it.